Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's be seated tonight wherever you are in the presence of the Lord. Let us remember there is no one like Jesus. Would you open your mouth and say there is no one like Jesus. There is no one like Jesus. What a wonderful savior. Hallelujah. What an awesome God. Amen. Hallelujah. What a wonderful redeemer. Amen. 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 Purchased us with his own redeeming blood. Aren't you glad that you belong to him? Anybody belonging to him watching me tonight? Uh, lift your hand and thank, thank the Lord tonight. Thank, thank you, the Lord tonight. Thank Jesus for his mercy and for his grace. Thank you, Jesus. We exalt you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We magnify your name. You are the resurrection and the life. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tonight, let's open our Bibles to uh, the book of Esther, the second chapter. And uh, the 17th verse, that's the scripture that we read on Sunday morning also. Esther chapter 2 verse 17. And the king loved Esther above all the women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the king loved Esther above all the women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Amen. Amen. Tonight I want to speak to you on attracting favor. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Attracting, attracting favor. Favor. The number one reason why people succeed is because of favor. For you to achieve your goals and dreams, you need the favor of God. It is impossible for you to fulfill the destiny that God has kept for you without favor. Amen. 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 Favor is not a reaction, it is a response. Favor is when someone is willing to invest their life, time, their credibility, their resources for you to achieve your goals. Somebody is willing to participate with you to fulfill the dream that God has given you. Someone is willing to sacrifice their resources for you to succeed. As a matter of fact, all success is related to favor. Whether it be financial, whether it be marriage success. There are many people who get married, but their marriage never succeed. Whether it be ministry, every success is related to favor. The scripture that we read is a village girl being favored. And she becomes the queen. The king hated a woman. Washti. It, it matters who hates you and who favors you. I mean, if your boss hates you, chances of you coming up in that company is pretty limited. If, if your boss favors you, chances are that you will get that double promotion. So lift your hand and say, I need to attract God's favor in my life. I need to attract God's favor in my life. Amen. Amen. I need to attract. As a matter of fact, I've seen that you can either attract favor and blessing and the anointing and angels in your life or you can attract calamities and evil spirits in your life. You can attract either of those. There are three major laws of attraction. In relationships you can attract. Some of you got married because you were attracted to somebody. There is a saying, you attract who you are 
and not who you want. You attract who you are and not who you want. There are signals that everybody sends out knowingly or unknowingly. With the way you dress, the way you speak, the way you think, the way your actions are, you are sending out signals. Girls send out signals. Guys send out signals. There are signals that a girl can send. Come take a piece of my cake. The way you dress. <laughs> or you can send out a signal. I'm set apart for God. I believe God is raising up a generation of girls who are going to be set apart from God. Amen. Amen. And what governs these laws are three things. One is your thought, your words, and your actions. What you say finally will attract something. Your most dominant thoughts is like a magnetic field. It's trying to pull something towards you. Your actions is attracting something. That is why as a born again child of God you have the divine nature of Jesus inside of you and you need to stir it up so his goodness will attract his love will flow out through you his nature will be manifested because Paul said there is nothing good in the flesh so within the flesh if you try to attract something chances are that it is going to be the wrong stuff but if it is the nature of Jesus in you who is born again, you, 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 you read it out, you're gonna send out the signals that will attract people into the kingdom of God and the right kind of people coming into your life. As a matter of fact, thought, word and deed, you know, the laws of attraction is kind of works together with what we call the laws of uh, sowing and reaping. Because the Bible says, what you sow, you will reap. And you will just not reap, you will reap in a greater measure. So whatever you sow, your actions are attracting something. If you're going to sow kindness and mercy and forgiveness and love and goodness if you're sowing in those kind of seeds you're gonna reap in that but you're gonna be judgmental and critical and sarcastic and unbelieving and negative and you're gonna sow that out believe me you will reap it in a greater measure so you gotta learn to sow out the good stuff now people are never the problem. Say that with me. People are never the problem. People are never the problem. People have problems, but they are never the problem. People have problems. Every one of us have got issues. Only Jesus is perfect. Every one of us. Every one of us. Now just imagine you go to a doctor and you got a tumor. And if the doctor thinks you are the problem and takes the knife and kills you, <laughs> then that's a bigger problem. But you are not the problem. The problem is the tumor. So the doctor needs to very skillfully separate the person from the tumor. So every one of us have issues. None of us are perfect. 
And one of the things of wisdom and you growing in grace and favor is that you learn to differentiate between the problem and the person. And you're willing to skillfully separate those two things. It needs skill. That is wisdom. That is why in many husband and wife relationships, it should, the husband is not the problem or the wife is not the problem. So you need to know skillfully how to handle that. You got to say, listen, what we're discussing today is uh, not you. We're discussing on family finance. Let's get involved together. Let's work together. So the moment you think that person is the problem, then you are in big trouble because you will never ever find the right person in your life. All of us need mercy, forgiveness, and favor. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All of us long to be understood. It doesn't matter who you are. And constantly, you are pulling towards yourself, whether good or evil, depending on the signals you are sending. What you sow. But the center of gravity is your thought, is your heart. You can't see it. You can't see a thought of a person. If people could see your thoughts, you would have thought better. You can't see the thoughts. But thoughts are, without you realizing, like magnets. It's got a magnetic field. And you will always attract who you are and not what you want. Proverbs 23, verse 7. We know that scripture. What does it say? As a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh. So 99% of the time your dominant thoughts are anger and bitterness and envy and competitive spirit and pride and going to attract those kind of people around you. Tonight I feel God is sending help to somebody who is struggling in their thought life. Amen. He's going to send you supernatural grace. Yes. Lift your head the supernatural Amen. grace. Amen. Yes, Very dominant thoughts that are negative and suicidal and you know evil is going to be broken off from your life tonight in the name of Jesus. You're going to find grace to think right, to think better, to think good, to think that which is holy and pure. Uh, lift your hand and say, I receive that in Jesus' name. I receive that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 6 verse 26. I come to the second point of, you know, it, it is the law of attraction is actually Negative charges attract positive charges. Say that with me. Negative charges. Negative charges. Attract. Attract. Positive. Positive charges. Charges. Now look at Luke chapter six, verse twenty-six. The Sermon on the Mount. You will find the same scripture in Matthew five also. Luke chapter six, verse twenty-six. Woe unto you. Woe unto you. When all men shall speak well, well of you. Ah. For so did their fathers to the false prophets. Mm. But I say unto you which hear, mm. love your enemies, do good to them which hate you. Mm. Bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you. Mm -hmm. And unto him that smiteth thee on the one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. Mm -hmm. Give to every man that asketh of thee. Give to everyone that asketh of thee. And of him that taketh away thy goods, mm -hmm. ask them not again. Okay. And Next as, verse. And that's, that's the platinum rule, the 31st verse. Underline it. And as you would that men should do to you. Do ye also to them likewise. Do ye also to them likewise. What you would like men to do to you, do unto them likewise. 
You want people to backbite you, gossip about you? Do it. You want people to be nice to you, favor you, show you respect? Do it. There's a saying, he who sins with you will sin against you. scripture we know this most of us would have this memorized but can you imagine Jesus saying in the 29th verse and unto him that smited thee on one cheek offer the other also anybody ever done that I mean are we stupid <laughs> somebody hits you and he says bring it on What is the Lord trying to say? You cannot conquer hate with hate. That's right. You cannot conquer evil with evil. Amen. You cannot conquer darkness with darkness. Yes. So one person has to break the cycle. Are you with me? Amen. Because if both of you are going to reap each other, then there is going to be a cycle of reaping. And both of you are going to really reap a lot of negative stuff into your life into your lives so one of you has to break it as a matter of fact every time you revenge you have actually cancelled God's justice look at Romans chapter 12 Romans chapter 12 verses 17 to 21 Romans chapter 12 17 to 21 recompense to no man evil recompense to no man evil for evil provide things honest in the sight of all men if it is possible as much as lieth in you live peacefully with all men 19 the verse dearly beloved avenge not yourself but rather give place unto wrath for it is written vengeance is mine I will repay says the Lord therefore if thine enemy is hungry feed him if he is thirsty give him a drink for in so doing you shall heap coals of fire on his head be not overcome of evil but overcome evil with good Amen Amen Amen. It says you know, there's a saying that misery loves companions or misery loves company strife hate they look for company find few others who can join with me and we can sit together and feel really hurt and miserable and but God is love and God will always come forth and show up and release his favor or be attracted or attract you with his favor in that atmosphere of love. Amen. God is the same way, holy. I mean, you cannot be in an evil thing and expect God to show up. God is actually attracted to one thing that I learned from Paul Yongucho's book. He says, God is attracted to a broken and contrite spirit. Amen. Say that with me, broken and contrite spirit. Broken and contrite spirit. And proud and arrogant spirit, Satan is attracted to. God is attracted to brokenness. Say that with me, God is attracted to brokenness. God is attracted to brokenness. And demons are attracted to woundedness. A wounded heart is a poison. Hurt, disappointed, and then you refuse to forgive, and you brood over that hurt and injustice that is done to you. It festers and produces a deeper wound, and flies come in. Beelzebub, the lord of the flies, he sends in the flies, demons come in. 
and sometimes these wounds is temporarily closed up outwardly you don't show anything but inside it is still there so you touch that person that person reacts why because it's a wound inside it is not what happens to you that decides your future but your attitude towards it amen it's not what happens to you your destiny is not governed by what people do to you but your destiny is definitely governed by your attitude towards what has been done to you the person that you fell in love with might marry somebody else or he might love somebody else don't worry you have to go, come to the attitude god has designed somebody for me i mean god knows your size have you ever worn shoes i mean once somebody gifted me a shoes they didn't even ask me my size so this is beautiful shoes and i kept it in my luggage i never wear shoes in at, at, in the church here but i was traveling out so i wore the suit and then i put the shoes and i had to literally force my leg in because i'm wearing a suit and i have to wear the shoes i have to force my leg in never force a relationship if somebody doesn't like you or love you have a good attitude god bless that person wow don't force so i wore the shoes went to church and everybody is praising and worshiping the lord and experiencing the anointing and i'm i am under the anointing of pain comfortable because i'm trying to fit in the person who's made for you will love you the way you are hallelujah you don't have to pretend or be somebody else because you will always attract who you are so if you don't like who you are attracting don't change the other person change yourself if you begin to change yourself you start attracting to your new level amen start wow we are going somewhere with this but <laughs> this is not the way i expected it to go thank you lord change your word isaiah 55 verse 11 isaiah 55 verse 11 please read that so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which i please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto i sent it amen god says my word shall go and fulfill that which has been sent for it shall not return back void and god only speaks positive words have you seen that when he is wanting to bless somebody yes but if he has to use a negative word it is judgment and god will never use his word against himself i mean can you imagine that because it will prosper if god says i am finished and you are created in the very image and likeness of god hallelujah thank you so you can create a world through your words amen so if you just keep saying i can teach you about favor i can pray for you but if you keep saying to your own world nothing good will happen to me this is for somebody else nobody loves me nobody cares about me you are prophesying to your own life you are the prophet of your life So if you change your prophecy your situation will change amen 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 
your today was created by the words of your yesterday and your tomorrow is going to be created by the words of your today sometimes you don't need the devil you can destroy your own life and marriage and future with your own words once a man of God told me son the kind of words you speak will determine the kind of experiences you will have marriage is made up of words you use the wrong words at home there is pain business business is built by words somebody brings a complaint against your business and you snub that person and you boom, speak badly to that person but you humble yourself is it sorry I made a mistake with this business deal let's let's get this right I'm sorry for the trouble it caused you boom things change sometimes men sometimes women say men are beast all men are beast how many men do you know all women are like this sometimes men say that how many women do you know for every action there is an opposite reaction. opposite and equal reaction you reap what you sow your thought your word your actions is attracting something attract favor tonight look at James chapter 1 verses uh, 13 James chapter 1 verse 13 James chapter 1 verse 13 let no man say when he is tempted I'm, let no man say when he is tempted I'm tempted of God mm. for God cannot be tempted with evil uh, Not, when when no well, let no man say he's tempted I'm tempted of God for God cannot be tempted with evil neither tempted he any man yeah but every man is tempted but every man is tempted when he's drawn away of when his, he's drawn away of his own lust of his own lust that word is intense desire so each one is drawn away by what is inside of him it's not the devil tempting him it's not even God by the intense desire it's like a magnetic field law of attraction chances are that whatever your intense desire is looking for you will find whether it be good or bad because that's what the Bible says you are you are led away by your own lust or your intense desire and enticed wow everybody in your class has got boyfriends and you're looking for a boyfriend intensely desiring chances are that you will find it but it won't be somebody who is the right for you right one for you everybody around you is looking for money and position and fame and your desire is also money position fame position power and privilege the three P's looking for that position power privilege because everybody around you all your friends you're also looking for that you're drawing those kind of currents again and again and you can even have church with them some people are only concerned about their image and their pride you know just me 
not the pleasure whether it be sexual pleasure or drugs or drinks or whatever or likes to be recognized everybody needs to recognize me everybody needs to see me so you will attract that kind of people and you will attract the wrong kind of spirit into your life but if you are desiring to glorify Jesus do the will of God in your life find the purpose of God for your life then you're going to find destiny helpers you're going to see angels in moving Amen. in action for you Amen. you're going to see the presence of God come yes, down Lord. you're going to see worship songs rise up inside of you you're going to find scriptures helping you because your heart your thought is like a magnetic field Philippians chapter 4 Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 7 and 8 Philippians chapter 4 6 7 and 8 Be careful for nothing Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication Yeah by but by in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God Let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God which passeth all understanding mm-hmm. shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus amen one version uses the word be anxious for nothing be anxious or worry or anxiety never attracts anything any time you are worried and anxious you can't even hear from god god's voice is always the still small voice So any time you kind of worked up in anxious and worry what will happen oh my god with my children what will happen to my business what will happen with my life what's going to happen just worked up it never attracts favor as a matter of fact you can't even sense the presence of god in your life Kenneth Hagin senior one of the heroes of my faith His son had a brain tumor. Only one son and one daughter. Son had a brain tumor. And Kenneth Hagin Sr.'s wife called him insensitive. You know why? Because Kenneth Hagin Sr. was not getting anxious or worried about the brain tumor in the son. But would be at peace. Read the Bible, pray and go to sleep. and she sitting up worked up oh my god what's going to happen to my son and kenneth again senior said something he said the prayers of an anxious man will yield no results the prayers of an anxious man will yield no results can you imagine that the one in unbelief is accusing the one in faith you are insensitive <laughs> the one walking in the spirit is being persecuted by the one walking in the flesh can i tag in that son who had the tumor at the age of 14 no, i'm not exactly sure of the age is today i believe about 70 years old ministering in the rayma chapel hallelujah thank i visited there last time i went oh, hallelujah thank you jesus <laughs> because kenneth hagin senior took that scripture very seriously 1 peter 5:7 cast all your cares upon him 
for he cares for you avan ninakkai karudunadanalla ninde sagala aagula chintagalum avante mel paramel pichulunu innu yathriyum ninde baaragal alinju maarade yeshu vinde karangalile kodutaande rogamai kolade enduvaagate yeshu vinde karangalile kodutaande praise the lord hallelujah innu yathri kartavinde sannidhil prarthanayilla devathinte preethil adinu vidudalunda innu yathri yeshu vinde sannidhil ninakkai irangate alpanera karangal adichu kartavinu maathram kodutaande your heart your thought your words are like a magnetic field when someone comes and puts pressure on you to invest money don't because you haven't heard from god as a matter of fact i would tell you even if a ministry puts pressure on you any any person don't you listen to the voice of the holy spirit what is the lord trying to tell you yes what is the scripture teach and obey your your christian life has sometimes got to be guided with intelligence i look at the eighth verse finally brethren uh huh whatsoever things are true mm. whatsoever things are honest whatever things are true honest what whatsoever things are just mm-hmm. whatsoever things are pure mm. whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report mm-hmm. if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things amen hallelujah hallelujah so be careful of your thought because thoughts create reality if Start. something as think about those things is it a good report once a young person came and asked me pastor i already thought about it doing something wrong so can i go ahead and do it now <laughs> nobody is sent to jail for thinking about robbing a bank Are you with me? Nobody is sent to jail for thinking about that person thought about robbing a bank. No. See, thoughts are like pregnancies. What you carry, you will soon deliver. That's what it says, James one. Get back to that scripture. Okay. Wow, this is. Uh, we haven't started on the message as uh, we just supposed to be the start, beginning point okay james 1:13 please let no man say when he is tempted mm. i'm tempted of god i'm tempted of god for god cannot be tempted yeah with... next to us 14th verse but every man is but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed next and when lust is conceived it it bringeth forth see, it, it, it delivers it bringeth forth sin and sin when it is finished bringeth forth the death there are many in other times when people come to me and say pastor please pray for me to have a baby we pray for them i have had a few instances when people have said pastor i am pregnant please pray for me please pray that the doctor said you know it is a girl please pray that it might be a boy <laughs> when i deliver it they went abroad somewhere to get scan because it is prohibited in india and the doctor told them in the scan it's a girl they come back and they say pastor i am in the 8th month next month please pray in the next one month god will do the necessary things and the, it'll be a baby boy as it's too late and there are there are preachers who pray at that situation also i i don't pray because you will deliver that which you are carrying that's right you can't be thinking evil and attract good 
you can't be thinking unbelief and see manifestation of faith consequence no judgment intention and action are not the same are you with me Amen. so these days I'm looking for people around me who will want to go to heaven I look for companies say, somebody says I don't believe in heaven and hell nice meeting you sir I don't waste time with that person because I believe in heaven and I want to go there. I'm looking for people who are godly. Somebody says, I Let's. No. No. See, personal transformation is a change of desire. And tonight, lift your head and say, The grace for personal transformation, a change of desire. May your desires be changed by the power of God's grace, by the power of the Holy Spirit to be godly. Amen. 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 See, Jesus, by his very birth, attracted wise men. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can you imagine that? That's favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus born in Bethlehem in the manger and a golden star stood over the heavens and the wise men traveled almost for a year to find the king of kings just not three of them Bible preachers say hundreds of them they came from the east they traveled nearly for a year. They were carrying gold and myrrh and frankincense and precious things. They traveled for a year. So they had bodyguards there. People traveling through wilderness, through deserts. Why? Because there was a baby in the manger. Hallelujah. Attracting them. They came, they bowed down, worshipped and placed the gold and the myrrh and the frankincense. Just not little bit, just not tiny small boxes. Because Mary and Joseph together with Jesus went to Egypt. Because an angel of God appeared and said, Herod is looking for you, go. He went. Until Jesus was about 12 years age. They grew up in Egypt. And there was enough of gold to take care of them. Hallelujah. Can you imagine that? You're going to a foreign country. For 12 years, you don't need to work. Wow, Hallelujah. somebody claim it tonight. That's favor. Hallelujah. <laughs> you're going to a foreign country with your family. Thank you, Jesus. And you're so blessed because favor has attracted the right kind of people with resources into your life. Hallelujah. That for 12 years, well taken care of somebody receive it in the name of Jesus tonight in the name of Jesus may that be yours Amen twelve years attracted The pure, innocent Lamb of God has drawn. Tonight, Jesus in you, Hallelujah. the hope of glory, may He attract Amen. divine resources and yes. blessings into your life wherever Amen. you are. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Everyone Who is important for your destiny 
will find you. Everyone who is important for your destiny will find you when your heart, your thought, your words are right, will find you. Whether it be even in marriage, Eve should be from the same soil that Adam was created. Find somebody who is shaped by your same values. Same purpose. Because I've realized one thing, it is the same purpose and same values that will hold a marriage together and not necessarily love and affection. Same purpose and same values that hold a marriage together. Eyes, two eyes. You got two eyes? Are you looking with both your eyes? Two eyes? Look here. Two eyes? Two eyes. It's looking at the same thing. There's unity. You close one eye, it's looking there. I'm looking at the camera. Close the other eye, looking at the same camera. Both my eyes open, looking at the same camera. Same purpose. Same value. Looking at the same thing. That is what will build your marriage. Hallelujah, hallelujah. D vision is D, D I, two vision, two visions. Sometimes people come and say, a lot of misunderstanding in our marriage. Misunderstanding causes problems. What is misunderstanding? Missing understanding. Misunderstand, missing understanding. So you need to understand what the other person's purpose and value in life is before you get hooked to that person. If that person thinks divorce is okay, we'll live together for some time, see if it'll work. If it doesn't, we'll divorce. Don't be hooked to that married guy. You want to serve the Lord and that guy, person thinks no. Making it to the millionaire club is the most important thing. Don't be hooked to that guy. You think it is okay to scripturally discipline your child? The other person thinks it is not okay. See, misunderstanding happens. Even in your dressing. One person thinks it is okay to dress in any way. Some people are okay with their wives advertising. You know what I mean with their dress? <laughs> They're okay. That's up to them. That's their value. Some people are okay with partying. Some people are not okay. Some people are okay with partying on Friday nights because there is no service on Saturday morning. See, you've got to find out what's the thought process, what's the purpose, what's the value, the, the purpose. And that is for somebody who is looking for marriage. It is God's wisdom to protect you from making a wrong step. Don't copy anything that is there in the you know, the fashion world, I am praying that God will raise up godly men and women who will have a sense of fashion and who will, who will come up in the fashion world. tonight and say Jesus fill me with your wisdom Jesus fill me with your wisdom fill me with your wisdom Lord fill, fill me with your wisdom Lord amen amen so, okay so we're gonna just bring it to a balance and then I'm gonna just get to the scripture that we just read because <sighs> Jesus attracted wise men and also Herod and that is the balance chances are that when you're favored you will attract both and that we'll find from the book of Esther now, the scripture that we read. 
Herod went for Jesus sake killed thousands of children can you imagine that because somebody was favored thousands of innocent children died yeah it's in the Bible favor ain't fair when you are anointed when you have a sense of destiny a purpose when God's favor is upon you you will also attract kingdom of darkness attacks you will also attract hatred and envy look at Joseph envied David you carry a kingly anointing the Philistines hate you but you you will succeed I'm telling somebody here in spite Hallelujah. of your enemies Amen. in spite of adversaries in spite of challenges and envy when the favor of God is upon you you will succeed lift your hand and say I will succeed because of the favor of God like David said hallelujah the Lord will lay a table for me in the presence of my enemies goodness and mercy will follow me all through the days of my life I will dwell in the house of the Lord David said my cup shall overflow Amen and so what is needed is for you to be able to discern between the wise men and Herod. <laughs> Favor, meaning, will keep challenges from defeating you. Favor. Sometimes people say, Pastor, I'm a favorite. I got the sickness. Well, that sickness won't kill you. Amen. That is favor. Yes. Am I favored? I met with an accident. Yeah, but you didn't die. Hallelujah. That's favor. Amen. Amen. So let's get back to the ooh, let's get back to that scripture, Esther chapter 2. And let's see how we can tie this up together now. Amen. Lift your hand and say, Lord, help me to be attractive for you. Lord, help me to be attractive for you. Amen. Amen. See, Esther found favor because she prepared herself. Esther prepared herself. Amen. Amen. Esther. Prepared herself. Prepared herself. Lift your hand and say, I need to prepare myself. I need to prepare myself. Amen. Amen. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She learned from the queen that was before her. She prepared for her future with humility. Now I want you to read Esther chapter 1 verse 3. Esther chapter 1 verse 3. In the third year of his reign. In the third year of the reign. He made a feast unto. That, that's enough. In the third year was the feast in which Queen Vashti refused to come. Now look at the second chapter. And look at the 16th verse. So Esther was taken unto King Ahasuerus hmm. into his house royal hmm. in the 10th month, huh. which is the month Tebeth. In the seventh year of his reign. See, Vashti was rejected in which year? Third year. So sometimes we read through the chapters and we think as fast as we read it, things begin to happen. It was not that way. In the first chapter, third year, Vashti was rejected. It took four years. Of which one year itself just body oil and spa treatment can you imagine that everyday spa oh. <laughs> one year of massage itself for Esther so preparation is important sometimes we think wow see 
there is a way that God prepares you to be attractive so favor can come upon you we think it is just you know just have a quick bath just put the perfume and just go before the queen and stand it is not that preparation the holy spirit is preparing his church the bride of jesus christ for the king of kings and the lord of lords one of these days our jesus will come in the clouds hallelujah prepare to meet your god he's preparing you it takes time be patient with yourself he's coming for a church without a spot or a wrinkle or a blemish like a preacher said lord of ironing and washing to do before he comes a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle amen amen hallelujah hallelujah allow the holy ghost to wash you hallelujah amen so in the second chapter after so many years yesther was seen as a queen and lifted up she found favor and look at the third chapter in the third chapter you can read through the book of esther later esther had an elder cousin or uncle who actually mentored her uh his name is mordecai say mordecai mordecai amen amen i believe that god is you know raising up uncles i got my uncle here jerry uncle one of the mordecai's elder cousin who is wanting to see another generation come up esther you need to come up god is raising up in the body of christ supernaturally anointed gifted mentors I want to see hallelujah. another generation come up. Oh, hallelujah. There comes a point. You know, God is calling you to be a mentor. You know when? Everybody wants to be a hero. But when you come to a point in your life where you say, I don't want to be a hero. I want to be a hero maker. That's right. <laughs> I want to be a hero maker. I want to see some people come up for Jesus Christ. prophets and apostles and teachers and pastors and worship leaders and people who will move with the anointing of the holy spirit some of you need to do that like a mordecai imparting wisdom hallelujah being patient with somebody so they can grow up amen 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 now mordecai one day was sitting by the king's palace gate after esther was made the queen and there was a man called haman he was like the right hand of the king and that person got upset because mordecai did not bow down before him mordecai did not bow down before him so he got upset and he allowed this wound this hurt the disrespect that he felt was shown to him to grow in him and he came to a point of thought where he said just not mordecai but because he is a jew the entire jewish people should be killed third chapter look at the seventh verse exodus 3 was uh, i mean uh, esther 3 was 7 In the first month mm. that is the month Nisan mm. in the 12th year of King Ahasuerus See enough you can read the 6th and the 7th verse he is setting the process in I mean the, the, the thought in process where he is wanting to destroy the entire Jewish people in the 12th year that is nearly 5 years after Esther is the queen fires after mordecai refused to bow down before him for 5 years he allowed this hurt 
to grow. I've seen that sometimes people, you know, in the beginning, I never knew that. In the beginning when people used to keep a distance and keep silent, I used to think, oh, they must be going through a tough time. They need their space, let them have. <laughs> but they were giving space to the devil, which I didn't know. Bitterness growing inside of them. Five years, this man was silent. He didn't show his intentions. I've had people like that in the church. Bitter, hurt, kept silent, didn't show that. Just grew, grew. Finally came to a point, I have to destroy. Let that spirit be broken off in the name of Jesus tonight. Yes. Spirit be broken off Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, Lord. Just grew. Just plotted and planned. Where Haman said, Listen, we gotta destroy the entire Jewish nation and everything. But because of favor, honesty, that plan backfired. God's favor will bring you out of every snare Amen. and trap of the enemy yes. in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Whether it be for your lives, your ministry, your homes, your church, every plan of the enemy, every deceit, every scheming plans will be broken because of the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 And this king, Hasarius or Seraxis, how do you pronounce it? Xerxes. 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 Was not a bad king. He was not an evil king. But his only problem was he's easily persuadable. If Ahman should come and say, Listen, let's kill the Jews, so be it. Take my ring, seal it, kill everyone. Esther found favor. Mordecai told Esther, go tell. Don't be silent. Go tell the king. Stand in the gap. That's what a type of Jesus who stands in the gap for his people. Interceding for us at the right hand of God the Father. Esther. Amen. Glory be to the name of Jesus. Some Esthers to rise up in the church in the name of Jesus who will stand in the gap, who will intercede and say, Lord, hallelujah, I'm crying out for my people. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Esther goes and says to the king, when she found favor, don't do that. See, king is persuaded. There are easily persuadable people. Distracted. Persuaded to do evil or good. Anytime you have a dream or a vision or a purpose, you will have somebody who is a schemer who will want to destroy that wow hallelujah amen 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 you know Mordecai when he heard that Haman had made a decree like that to destroy the Jews the third chapter he went through the city crying to cry oh no 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 he began to cry no where his cries at the gate were heard inside the palace where Esther heard the cries And she sent to him gifts that would pacify him. He says, no, Esther. Even if you keep silent in a time like this, 
the deliverance for the Jews will rise up from Samaras. God is raising up a generation that will cry. That will cry for their nation. That will cry for their homes. That will cry for the church, for the gospel. No! Just not simple, easy, comfortable prayers. People who will attract the presence and the power of God and who will bring in deliverance because of earnest supplication and tears and crying in faith in the presence of Jesus. change who you are your DNA you are a Jew we have a Jew the Messiah the Messiah Jesus Christ is blood flowing through us you have a different DNA you need to cry past our time I can just go on and on there's such a grace upon me just to teach but we haven't reached anywhere with the word but favor attracted through your tears and prayers and crying before God in faith remember who you are if you know who you are you will attract the right people Mordecai's into your life you're favored for a purpose not for privilege or power or position. You're favored for a purpose. 